Board Round, session number 39. The moment you step foot on campus as a medical student, you are gearing up for one of the biggest tests you'll ever have to take, USMLE Step 1 or Comlex Level 1. The medical school headquarters and board vitals are going to help you prepare for your first board exam with questions, pearls of information, and guidance to make sure you have what it takes to score high and match into your specialty of choice. Welcome to Board Rounds. Thank you so much for taking some time to listen today to a great episode where we dive into some more great questions to help you maximize your step one or level one score. Now I'm joined by Dr. Mike Natter from Board Vitals. If you are looking for some help with your step one or level one, go check out Board Vitals at boardvitals.com and use the promo code BOARDROUNDS, that's all one word, BOARDROUNDS, to save 15% off any of the packages that you buy there at Board Vitals. Now, if you're looking for QBanks, they have you covered with like 1,700 or 1,900 questions, tons of questions to get you the the prep that you need, right? If you ask anyone, the best way to prepare for step one, for level one, is to maximize the number of questions that you do. And obviously not just doing the questions, but reading the explanations. And Board Vitals does an amazing job of giving you really fully in-depth answers and, and explanations as to why the right answer is right, why the wrong answers are wrong. That is what makes a great product. That is what makes a great prep product for you to maximize your step one for your level one score. So again, go to boardvitals.com, use the promo code BOARDROUNDS to save 15% off. Let's go and jump into our episode today. Dr. Mike Natter back for some more board rounds. How are you today? Dr. Gray, I'm very happy to be here. I'm excited to talk to you after our, our last conversation that went live on the pre-mid year. So if you're listening to this, listening to board rounds, and you want to know more about Dr. Mike Natter, you should go listen to the pre-mid years episode I had with him on talking about his journey. So that seemed to, a good to do well. We recommend it. I, I highly recommend it. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do we have in store for us today? So we're going to tackle what is titled pathology, uh, which is kind of like a what seems like a grab bag of different, uh, a potpourri, if you will, of questions. Mm, yeah, potpourri. I love potpourri. <laughs> <laughs> that was very big when I was growing up. Just my, my mom would have bowls of potpourri all around. Yeah, the potpourri, the, the cornucopia. <laughs> <laughs> yes, awesome. All right. Pathology is, is definitely one that uh, I think scares a lot of students. So why don't you go and yes. read the question? Yes. Okay. Um, here we go. Question number one. A 70-year-old patient has diminished sensation on his trunk, decreased temperature discrimination, and diminished response to pain on the neck, shoulders, and trunk on neuro exam on post-op day two after repair of a dissecting aortic aneurysm. Vibratory sensation and fine touch are preserved. What is the patient's most likely diagnosis? Answer choices are as follows. A complete transection of the spinal cord, B, posterior cord syndrome, C, anterior cord syndrome, D, central cord syndrome, or E, hemisection of the spinal cord? Oh, 
Gotta love neuro. All right. Since my mm-hmm. wife's a neurologist, if I don't get this right, uh, she'll, she'll own <laughs> me. Um, so when I, when I look at this, I, so we have post-op. So obviously something happened, I'm assuming intra-op. Uh, mm-hmm. And the two that are kind of like, unlike the others, we have complete transection of the spinal cord and hemisection of the spinal cord. And I'm like, that would be pretty obvious intra-op if, if a knife slipped and went, oops, that went through the spinal cord. <laughs> um, so I'm going to throw those ones out just right off the bat, just to make that, that those just don't, those don't make sense clinically in this situation. I agree. Um, and then in terms of the other ones, posterior cord, anterior cord, central cord, I'm like, oh, I don't remember those those tracks. And obviously, for a second year medical student, those are all the tracks you need to know, like the brown sequard. And, and like, if mm-hmm. a knife just randomly happens to go through one half of the spinal cord. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Because um, that, that always happens. Um, yep. Naturally. So I, this would be one where uh, I'd have to, to just defer to your amazing wisdom and and knowledge and and help me figure this out uh well first off uh that is a tall order and i appreciate the compliment (laughs) but i will i will also preface that i am not a neurologist and i had to kind of uh do a little bit of studying as well to kind of refresh my memory on these tracks um but what first stuck out to me uh kind of what your line of thinking was was that well when you think about a full transection if you did a, a complete transection of the spinal cord um, you would have complete paralysis below that, that yeah. level. And not only that, they mentioned that, and this is kind of what jumped out to me that the vibratory and fine touch are preserved. Mm-hmm. And the little bit that I do recall from my neuro class is that the posterior column, kind of the back part is where the, um, vibratory and fine touch are usually at. So we already know it can't be a full transaction because you still have some of that going on. All right. So, um, so I'm gonna pause you there. I sure. just, I just thought of something that may help someone uh, remember this. So I love my back being scratched, right? Fine touch, mm-hmm. back scratch, posterior. Yeah, that's a... Oh, I like that. Like yeah, that. that's great. Yeah. That's really go. good. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, and any any kind of thing that you can do to recall, um, you know, these things, which unfortunately tend to be kind of the remote, uh, not the remote, but rather the rote um, kind of memorization of facts um, yeah. in these cases where they get very granular. So I think that's actually a really good point. Um, so right, right off the bat, you were absolutely right in saying we can't do a complete transaction because you still have some, some vibratory sense and some fine touch. Um, and then you, you brought up the, the Brown Sequard, which is also impressive that you recalled all that. And so that also is this very strange kind of certain transaction here and there. And then you get these kind of, um, I think it's like half the body has like temperature issues and half the body has other issues. That doesn't seem to be the case here either. Um, so what ends up being the correct answer is actually D something called central cord syndrome. And there's a couple of clues that we can uh, pull out. And so for one central cord syndrome happens to be associated with these, um, aortic aneurysm repairs, and it has to do with this hypo perfusion, hypo meaning like hypo low. So you're Mm -hmm. not getting the, the blood perfusion to these areas of the cord, specifically the central area, because that abdominal aorta is what's going to be kind of have branches off feeding, feeding that area. And so that's kind of the main thing. And then as we already kind of ruled out the complete transection, we know it can't be posterior because the vibratory sense is intact. Um, and then anterior would give you some other symptoms as well that would not kind of line up with what we're talking about. And then the hemisection is kind of that brown saccard syndrome where you'd expect half the body to have issues and other half not. 
Um, and so uh, central core is the most kind of uh, correct answer that you can go for. This one was very difficult if you don't remember your neuro track. So this, yeah. is, this is a tough one. Yeah. And ho- hopefully most students can get rid of that A&E right off the bat. And so you're going from 20% to 33% chance if you if you had to guess. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So definitely um, those those neuro tracks, uh, where they go and where is where is vibratory sensation where's proprioception where's heat and where's pain like those are all just so important to remember yeah and even just like the general strokes because they tend to give you a couple of clues not just one and so you can kind of piece it together for the most part or at least rule rule things out for the most part all right there you have it another great episode for you with dr mike natter hopefully you enjoyed this episode hopefully you learned something from it as you learned with me as Dr. Mike Natter was teaching me through this journey. Uh, don't forget, you can check out Dr. Mike Natter at mike.natter on Instagram. I'm Medical School HQ on Instagram. If you want to follow me there, go check out everything that he's doing, some amazing stuff with his artwork. And don't forget to go check out boardvitals.com and use the promo code BOARDROUNDS to save 15% off their Q-Banks or their shelf exams, whatever you need to help prepare you for your next step in this journey. Again, boardvitals.com. Use the promo code BOARDROUNDS to save 15% off. Hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time here on Board Rounds. This is MedEd Media.